0: Hello and welcome to Marysville Church of Christ podcast. This is Falling in Love. And my name is Bishop. Last week we took a Rorschach test together, as we try to use the Bible to reveal to us what we feel about God. In many ways, if we're looking at Scripture, and what we see there is a God of hate, and a God of injustice, and a God of violence, or a God of wrath, then it may be that our conceptions of God are broken, and that we need to recalibrate what we think about Him. Today, I'd like us to kind of re- evaluate God, and continue to drive us forward to a God that we can fall in love with. Because, though I'm not an expert, I have found that the more I try to find the beauty of God, the easier and clearer it is to see. Once I stopped convincing myself that God is too good to be true, that he has to have some of these negative things in him, I began to realize that he's even more beautiful than I thought. You know, it's interesting, the gospel, the good news, for so many generations now has become mediocre news. As we preach and teach a gospel, a good news about a Savior who's just okay. About a God who is good with some really bad spots. We begin to teach people that the good news of the gospel is that there is this angry, vindictive, and hateful God waiting to consume you in the fires of wrath, but thank goodness there was Jesus who bit the bullet for us. And I don't know about you, but that doesn't strike me as good news. We avoided catastrophe, but I don't find that beautiful. Sure, we avoided hell, but in no way does that reflect the glorious, blessed, Image of Jesus on the cross. Today, I'd like us to reconsider some things. I'd like us to use a story in the New Testament as kind of our jumping off point as we try to find the beautiful nature of God revealed to us in Jesus and how that image of God needs to be what we fixate on. We talked on the second episode of this podcast about an image that transforms us in the cross. Now it's time that we start putting that in effect and being transformed by it. John chapter 2. There's a story given to us, Jesus' first miracle. Starting in verse 1, John says this, On the third day there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and Jesus' mother was there, and his disciples were also invited. The wine ran out. Jesus' mother came over to him and said, They haven't got any wine. Oh, mother, replied Jesus, what's this got to do with you and me? My time has not yet come. But his mother spoke to the servants. Do whatever he tells you, she said. Six stone water jars were standing there, ready for use in the Jewish purification rites. Each held about 20 or 30 gallons. Fill the jars with water, said Jesus to the servants, and they filled them up right to the brim. Now draw some out, he said, and take it to the chief steward. And they did so. When the chief steward tasted the water it had turned to wine, and he didn't know where it had come from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, and he called the bridegroom. What everybody normally does, he said, is to serve the good wine first, and then the worst stuff when people have had plenty to drink. But you've kept the good wine until now. This event in Cana of Galilee was the first of Jesus' signs. He displayed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. This story right here kind of uses a really powerful image I'd like us to consider. Jesus turned water to wine. He turned water into wine. And in many ways, that's kind of the image of Jesus to us, isn't it? It turns water into wine. The image of God that we get through the glimpses in the Old Testament as was demonstrated by our Rorschach test, reveals to us pictures of God's montaged together to create this thing that isn't quite beautiful, but is fearful. That it's hard for us to love, but it's easy for us to be afraid of. Jesus takes that, that water, and he turns it into something intoxicating, something alluring, something that that we can get our fill on he takes these broken depictions that we had of justice and of fear and of God and turns them into the beautiful reality, water to wine. And what's interesting is in this, um, in this story, in this miracle, Jesus turned water to wine inside of Jewish purification jars. something that the Jews used for their traditional religion. Jesus used that, filling it with water and then turning it into something more beautiful. As if at the beginning of his ministry, he's sending a reminder out that the way you've done things is just okay, but I can make it better. The religion that you're caught into, the traditions that you get life from, these things are water but I can turn them into wine. I want to ask you something as you're listening to this podcast right now. Right now, are you are you drinking water or are you drinking wine? Are you caught in the traditional views of the past? Or are you finding Jesus to be more intoxicating than you ever believed he could be? more beautiful and rich, more tasty and filling. Because there is a vast difference between water and wine. When the servants filled these jars with of purification with water, there would have been a lot of emotions running through their heads. One, they would have felt that what they were doing was blasphemous. You weren't supposed to use these jars recreationally. But second... When Jesus said, take it out, and I want you to go give it to the chief steward, when he drew it out of the jar, it was still water. It wasn't wine until right before it went into the lips of the chief steward. But they had to, they had to reach in. They had to get uncomfortable. And they had to draw it out. And they had to blindly trust and taste to see if it was good. In many ways, this is the process that we're undergoing. As we have these jars that we're looking at, whether these jars used to fill our traditional understandings of God, whether they uh, are filled with our view of tradition or traditional religion or any of these things, and Jesus is asking us to fill those with something new, something different. There's a part of us that's going to be uncomfortable like them as we look at these things that we revered and knowing that we have to change them. And what's even scarier is then Jesus, smiling at us, asks us to take a drink. And when we reach in and we pull it out, we don't know what we're holding. We don't see it changed and transformed until we put it on our tongue. And we realize that the very essence of what was there is replaced with something more beautiful. Last week, I had you take a Rorschach test in which I invited you to... to, record your depictions of God through the Old Testament, to get an image of what you believe God to be subconsciously. Today, I want you to do something different. This week, the challenge is new. I want you to take all of those images, and I want you to sit beside them, and I want you to write down all the images that you had and how you would transform them to make them more beautiful. If you read a story last week and you saw God being vindictive or wrathful or overly angry, I want you to just, just ask yourself, what would be different about this image if it was beautiful? How would it be transformed from water to wine? And what you'll find is that as you start rewriting these depictions of God that you felt reading the Old Testament with images of God in the New Testament, you'll find that naturally the the God that you used to see is not the God that you're seeing anymore. The water that, that you used to feel on your tongue is now rich wine, beautiful and powerful. But more than that, I want you this week to start tasting something different. I want you to buy in and believe deep down in your heart that God can be as beautiful as he reveals in Christ. I want you to believe that he can be as compassionate and as merciful and as loving and as kind and as considerate and as inclusive as was Christ. I want you to believe that and then I want you to start living in it just like the servant reaching out and pulling a spoonful of what he believes to be water until he puts it to his tongue, we won't know if our image of God is transformed until our life starts reflecting something new. So let's start reflecting something new. Jesus came to turn water to wine. He came to fix our broken depictions. And yes, it'll make us uncomfortable. And yes, it will challenge us. But what will be left is beautiful, rich, stunning, and fulfilling wine. I hope this week that you take time and take seriously this challenge. As we start replacing the water of our, of our past with wine. Start replacing the mediocre news of the gospel with the good news that it actually holds. Until next week. I hope your transformation is impactful and I hope it ever continues day in.